Welcome to The Vortex with your host, Addie, an ancient cosmic soul, transformation and mindset expert, and evolutionary astrologer. My mission is to help inspire and guide you to help unlock your soul's potential so you can live a joyful, empowered, abundant life. This is a podcast where we take deep dives into topics all along the lines of astrology, spirituality, metaphysics, and so much more. So with further ado, let's dive into today's episode and topic. Hello again, beautiful souls. Welcome back to another episode of Welcome to the Vortex with your host, Addie. Today's episode, we are going to be chatting about the astrology all for the month of August and what's in store up in the cosmos. But before I go into that, just want to do like a little recap of July because a lot happened in the month of July astrology-wise. So we'll do a little recap before we go through everything for August. And I did record another podcast yesterday as well on July 30th, all on the Uranus North Node Mars conjunction happening in Taurus because we will see it exact on August 1st at 18 degrees of Taurus. And this entire month of July was really that buildup to that big conjunction in Taurus and that's why I decided to do a whole podcast episode dedicated to it. That is episode 92. It's already out and released so if you want to listen to that and learn more on how you can utilize this transit for good to really help propel you forward on your own mission, destiny, in your next chapter, definitely recommend listening to that because there's been a lot of fear going around about this Uranus North Node Mars conjunction and while yeah it can definitely shake things up It's nothing to be afraid or scared about, but let's just do a little recap for July, and I'm still kind of sick. I got a sinus infection a few days ago, so, you know, this is just another chapter for me, and it's really teaching me to slow down, pause, be present in the moment, honor my boundaries, but let's see what is going on. Like, what happened for July? Because we had a lot going on in July, and if we remember, like, the beginning of July, CERN turned back on, and I also touched on that in yesterday's episode with the Uranus-North Node-Mars conjunction, and what else happened in July? We had Chiron go retrograde, we had Jupiter go retrograde, and just, like, those, like, those planets going retrograde, too, it's really inviting us to, like, go like deeper in our own healing journey and really figure out okay where have I fallen off path where have I fallen off mission because anytime we have Jupiter retrograde it's also a time for us to like course correct get back realigned with our moral compass but really to me July was like that ultimate buildup for this Uranus North Node Mars conjunction happening now and into the beginning of August so this is really where we can start propelling ourselves forward even further in our destiny mission so where do you want to take things next where do you want to like where do you see yourself taking it to the next level and that's what you can really utilize with this Uranus North Node Mars conjunction and I know I'm kind of already like going like head first into this episode with the astrology but it's just really important that we don't miss out on this energy and now let's just see what this entire month of August has in store because on episode 92 I already went through the astrology for the week so let's see what's going on for the entire month of August. So the month of August is pretty jam-packed as well and 
We start off August 1st, Monday, with the North Node, Uranus, Mars, all conjunct in Taurus at 18 degrees. And if you want to learn more on that, go to episode 92 of my podcast and you can learn all about that transit. August 2nd, Tuesday, we have Mercury Quinquunx Pluto retrograde. We also will be seeing Venus in Cancer, sextile North Node Uranus, and Mars in Taurus. Wednesday, August 3rd, we will see the Moon in Libra oppose Chiron early in the morning. Thursday at 2.58 a.m., we have Mercury entering its home of Virgo. We have the moon in Scorpio because on August 5th, Friday, we will be seeing the moon pass over South Node Scorpio. Then on Saturday, August 6th, the moon enters Sagittarius. On August 7th, Sunday, we have Venus in Cancer trining Neptune retrograde in Pisces. We also will be seeing Mars square Saturn in August 8th which for some people, if you want to celebrate Lionsgate, that's fine, but I don't. But because just with the, like, and when I touched on this with my previous episode as well, you can go back to episode 92 and learn more about that. But we have Venus opposing Pluto and Sun trying Chiron on the day of Lionsgate. So you can utilize those planetary energies, but remember to protect your energy and don't let the dark harvest your energy. August 10th, which is a Wednesday, we have the Sun square Uranus. August 11th, Thursday, we have Venus entering Leo at 2.30 p.m. We also have the Aquarius full moon that day on the 11th at 9.35 p.m. Then the next day on the 12th, we see the moon conjunct Saturn, Mars sextile Neptune. August 13th, we will be seeing Mars trying Pluto. August 14th, which is a Sunday, we will be seeing the sun oppose Saturn. And August 15th, Monday, we will be seeing Mercury trine the North Node. And Tuesday, August 16th, Mercury trine Uranus. We also will be having the moon trine the sun. August 17th, we have Venus trine Jupiter. And August 18th, we will be having that moon in Taurus pass over Uranus, North Node, and Mars. And that's the first time that we're seeing that moon in Taurus pass over Uranus, North Node, and Mars since they all met up the beginning of the month. And August 19th, we have Venus trying Jupiter. We have the moon entering Gemini. And August 20th, we have Mars entering Gemini at 3.57 a.m. We also have Mercury opposing Neptune. August 21st, we have the Gemini moon squaring off with Neptune. We also have the moon squaring Mercury. Then on August 22nd, we have Mercury trying Pluto, Mercury trying Mars. The sun enters Virgo at 11.16 p.m. August 24th, Venus trying Chiron, Venus square the North Node, Uranus goes retrograde. August 25th, Venus square the Nodes. And Mercury enters Libra at 9.03 p.m. August 26th, Friday, we have Venus square Uranus. August 27th, we have the Virgo new moon apexing at 4.16 a.m. August 28th, we have Venus oppose Saturn. August 29th, we have the moon in Libra conjunct Mercury Libra. We also have Sun square Mars. And August 31st, Mars sextile Jupiter. And then I'm going to try something new and also include this calendar in the show notes. So if anyone wants this calendar of all these dates, 
you can have it just for your own reference because I also just I list out the most important transits of the month that I think are the most important and for this month I put North Node Uranus Mars conjunct in Taurus Mercury entering Virgo we have the Aquarius full moon Virgo new moon Mercury entering Libra, Virgo season starts, Mars enters Gemini, and Sun opposed Saturn. To me, those are like the biggest transits of the month of August. And now let's just like break this month down even further and just go through the big transits for the month of August. So right out of the gate with this like August energy, we kind of started off with a bang with that Uranus north node mars conjunction in taurus this is really kind of like electrifying liberating revolutionizing like the start of the month for us so this can really help us figure out okay where are we taking things to the next level where am i starting this next chapter where am i moving towards with my destiny next because then after this conjunction because we're going to be in this energy for a few days and with that Uranus, like North Node energy too, well, even with the Mars energy too, this is really helping you like with that quick thinking, innovative thinking, out of the box thinking too, and just really helping you kind of like look at things through a new lens, a new perspective, because like later this week on August 4th, when we see Mercury leave Leo and enter its home of Gemini, I mean, not home, well, it is, Mercury is co-ruled by Gemini, but it's home of Virgo then we're, we can really utilize this Mercury energy to help us figure out, like, communicate our message more. Because Mercury in Virgo is really, like, detail-oriented, really aware of all the details and the facts, getting everything together because they don't, like, Virgo doesn't miss any of the details. Virgo possesses, like, this, like, they have, like, this innate, like, hyper-awareness, so they're able to see, like, all the little things that maybe other people may not have seen. So with Mercury and Virgo, this is helping us pick up all the pieces that maybe we might have missed. This is helping us figure out, okay, where were any of the details that we might have missed? And now we can put all of that together because we'll still have that North Node Uranus Mars energy when... Mercury enters its home of Virgo so we can also utilize that energy to help us figure out more what our message that we want to communicate more with the world because with Mercury and Leo we really allowed like that really helped us figure out like our heartfelt message really communicating from the heart what we wanted to say more from the heart and just more from like that heart love space heart chakra now with Mercury entering Virgo at 2:58 a.m. on August 4th this is helping us like look at all the details get everything in order so we can continue like moving forward in the right direction with our destiny and our next chapter because then we have Venus entering Leo on August 11th and Venus in Leo definitely brings more of like that warm-hearted energy, that passionate energy, that loving energy because Leo is definitely like they're very like heart space oriented. They ruled like the heart chakra. So this is really helping us get more acquainted with our heart's desires, get more acquainted with like those deep desires on that deep soul level. So with Venus entering Leo, this definitely might like rev up our passions. You might feel more sensual. 
you might want to like maybe you start feeling more creative this can definitely be like a beautiful time for creative downloads maybe you are starting to notice that your dreams are getting more vivid as well but this is a beautiful time for that beautiful creative energy what is like what is the next thing that you want to like put into the world what is that next thing that you want to birth what is that next creative project because with venus and leo this can really help us like work on our creative projects you can make some beautiful things happen with that venus and leo energy i also just before i move on i want to read from the only astrology book you'll ever need just their interpretation of mercury and virgo and venus and leo so Mercury and Virgo. This position of Mercury gives a fine analytical quality in the mind. You like to deal in facts. Before you make up your mind, you must know all sides to the question, get all the information available in order to analyze it. Once you form a theory, you're quite convinced it is the truth. Thenceforward, you expect reality to conform to your ideas rather than vice versa. You have an intellectual intolerance for people who are sloppy in their thinking. You don't really understand human feelings. Your emotional detachment makes Makes you an excellent scientist, researcher, teacher, reporter, very quick to learn, can usually memorize long pages of material. Fault is your eagerness to take on too much work or too many projects. So with Mercury and Virgo, it's also really giving us that analytical mind, helping us just see like more of those finer lines and details and helping us figure out, okay, maybe there were things that we missed. Maybe there been things in our lives that we miss and this is helping us see those details and get everything together because then with venus in leo when we see venus enter leo on august 11th this says venus in leo without doing anything venus leos are able to attract warm feelings on the part of others there is something so magnetic so irresistibly likable about venus leo that you enjoy great popularity you are extravagantly affectionate generous buying expensive gifts for those you love praising them to the skies in front of other people of course what you must have back is intense devotion loyalty and lots of intention you must always be dominant in a love affair all the world's a stage was written about your emotional nature no one can make a scene or confrontation as dramatic as a venus leo needless to say you are drawn to the world of theater many of you are blessed with superb creative gifts you also love fine possessions money clothes jewels furs so with venus and leo this is definitely like bringing more of like also like that dramatic energy too like especially since we are in leo season as well like this is definitely the time to just like let like your full self be seen let your full self shine because leo sees all the world as a stage so with venus and leo this is really revving up your passions how can you start shining your light brighter how can you start showing up more from your authentic heart space from your authentic truth and how can you just start showing up from that heart space more so with this Venus and Leo energy too, this can really help us just start showing up more from a more authentic like heart space. And I really think that we can use both of these like Mercury and Virgo and Venus and Leo to our like advantage, especially like with Mercury and Virgo seeing all those finer lines and details with the analytical mind. And then with Venus and Leo being very creative and passionate, this can really help us like kind of like start a new creative project if we want, especially with all the Leo energy. This is a beautiful time to just like let your light shine. Let your creative voice and your authentic truth be heard. Let it shine. 
What is also interesting is the same day that Venus enters Leo on August 11th is the same day of the Aquarius full moon because we have Venus entering Leo at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, August 11th. And then at 9.35 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, that same day, August 11th, we have the Aquarius full moon happening at 19 degrees of Leo. And this is actually two degrees away from Saturn because we have Saturn at 22 degrees of Aquarius. The moon is at 19 degrees of Aquarius. Or actually, that's three degrees away. My bad. So sorry, my math was a little off. So three degrees away. I mean, that's still a pretty close orb, though, with this full moon. So we have Saturn in the mix here with this full moon. And also just when you look at just like the sun opposed Saturn too, this is really like two big like opposing forces going off like at it as well. So to me, in a way, when I'm just looking at this Aquarius full moon and I'm going to do a whole separate episode next week on it, is I'm also seeing this as a continuation of like the light versus dark. And if you guys remember last year, we actually had two Aquarius full moons last year, which was pretty rare. And this year we only have one Aquarius full moon. But to me, I just kind of find that a little interesting. And I feel like that also ties in since we had two Aquarius full moons last year. Now we have this Aquarius full moon that is in a very close orb with like opposing Saturn here. So this is really helping us like get like a little more serious thinking, like really figure out, okay, where have I been neglecting things? Where do I need to take a more serious tone? But it's also really helping us liberate, revolutionize and be more innovative and unique and step up and own our unique voice and truth more because Aquarius in like their highest, fullest expression is not afraid to embrace their like unique self they are not afraid to show who they are at like the deep core but like a shadow trait with Aquarius is they can get lost in the status quo they can get lost in copying others so to me a big lesson of this Aquarius full moon is really teaching us that we all have the power within to stand up for our own unique individuality and that it's okay to be different and unique because we are all meant to like be unique individuals we are not all meant to be copycat clones here on this planet so to me that's what I feel like a big message with this Aquarius full moon is it's really helping us anchor in like our new like authentic truth our new identity because also with Chiron being retrograde Jupiter retrograde as well this is really helping us okay like we've been taking a closer look at our ego identity wounds we've been taking a closer look at like our moral compass where we've fallen off in alignment and how can I get back on path how can I get back on mission this Aquarius full moon can also help you figure out where you've fallen off path and help you get back on course and on your mission you know what I'm just putting this together now in my head and I'm just finding this interesting and this is just like the random theories that I just come up with when I'm doing these episodes and just looking at charts. But I find it really interesting that we start off this month of August with that North Node Uranus Mars conjunction in Taurus and I know I keep bringing it up but I find that really interesting just because we have Uranus there and then we have this Aquarius full moon. Aquarius is co-ruled by Saturn Uranus. So to me, I also find that very interesting 
that we start off this month with a Uranus North Node Mars conjunction. Then we have an Aquarius full moon that's co-ruled by Uranus. And then later this month as well, we have Uranus going retrograde. So to me, there's big Uranus flavor energy here. Like last month in July was big Pluto energy. And to me now, August this month is big like Uranus Saturn energy. So this month we can really use that as like the ultimate wild card. Like you can almost think of like the game of Uno like when you have the wild card and you can do whatever the fuck you want with it you can kind of think of it like that and like I'm holding up an imaginary card in my hand but just think of this month like that like if you have not been happy with the way that your life has been going and you want to just make some beautiful changes now is your time or maybe you are like really happy with the way things are going, but there are some other changes that you want to make. Now is the time to make these changes. You can utilize this Uranus energy for good. And I just wanted to throw that little like note in. That's just like my little message. But then on August 14th, a few days after that full moon is when we see the Leo sun post Saturn in Aquarius exactly. And with the sun opposed Saturn, this can definitely feel like there's like other forces working against you. You can feel like authority, government is kind of like out to get you because like I was born with this. I have this natally, but I have it with like the Virgo sun opposing Saturn and Pisces. But with this, it can definitely like make you feel like a little more rebellious, especially against authority but is really helping you step up more into your own independence with this sun opposed Saturn. It's helping you step up more into your own independence and figure out, okay, how can I take ownership and leadership of my own life more? But how can I also honor and respect authoritarian or not authoritarianship? That's not good. But, but how can I expect the authority and leaders in my life without like disrespecting them because with sun opposed saturn it can definitely make you kind of feel like a fuck you against the government society authority but really it's trying to help you figure out okay how can you work together with these forces how can you find a common ground how can you work together with that person in leadership or whatever but sometimes like with sun opposed saturn sometimes it is like pushing you forcing you to get outside of your comfort zone and to expand outside of your horizons so with sun opposed saturn as well maybe where have you been complacent where have you been stuck where have you been staying small and like staying inside your little comfort zone box how can you step outside of that more how can you expand upon that because with the leo sun opposing saturn and aquarius both of these planets are in their home signs as well so this is really strong energy too so you can kind of think of this as like clash of the titans in a way too with like battle of the gods like if you want to think of it like that where you have like the sun like it's like like sun zeus opposing like titan in saturn so this is really like okay how can you like a battle of like good and evil in a way to really figure out okay where can i take this next where am i going next with this where like what is like the darkness that i'm trying to release what am i letting go of with this sun opposed saturn because you can also just release a lot of like old beliefs around like government leadership just like old like yucky beliefs around that too with this sun opposed saturn then on august 20th at 3:57, we have mars entering gemini 
And what I also find interesting with this Mars entering Gemini is we also have the moon at nine degrees of Gemini. So we also kind of have like the Mars and moon like together for a little bit. So I find that interesting that when Mars is right, like entering a new sign, the moon is in that new sign too with it. So I just find that interesting, giving us a little more of that Gemini energy. And that happens at 3.57 a.m. on August 20th. But I also just want to read about Mars and Gemini because like Mars and Gemini, we're going to be seeing this go retrograde the end of October. So I want you guys to remember that because we will see this like Gemini Mars go retrograde this year and it says Mars and Gemini favors energetic activity of the mind. You are brilliantly intellectual with a steel trap brain that quickly grasps concepts and spins new ideas. You are incisive and practical and arrive at conclusions in a flash. The problem is that you lack force of will. You hesitate, facilitate, and think of yet another delay. In matters of sex, you experience desire in the mind before it comes to reality. You enjoy the adventure leading up to lovemaking and have passions that are easily aroused. However, as soon as an affair loses zest and becomes ordinary, you look for the escape hatch. You tend to have a number of affairs and marriages. Mars Geminis are able to inspire and to lead others through the power of the spoken and written word. Often you have a magnetic voice and a compelling talent to convince others of what to say. So with Mars and Gemini in the collective, this can definitely give us all a little more of like a quick thinking, especially since we also have Mercury in Virgo and Mercury is at home here in Virgo. It's co-ruled by Gemini. So we can use like the Mars and Gemini, Mercury and Virgo. We can use this for quick thinking, being practical, figuring out like where do we want to go next. This is a great time just for planning getting things in order because Mars and Gemini is definitely a little more fast forward moving than Mars and Taurus because with Mars and Taurus that's definitely like slow and steady wins the race so with Mars and Gemini it's definitely going a little faster it's definitely more quick thinking so it is like definitely a different type of energy than that Mars and Taurus and even just like with the sexual energy too it's definitely like very different and very just like curious we that's that's definitely a great word with this mars and gemini is it's very curious in nature with it but just wanted to touch on that too with that mars and gemini because i find it really interesting that it comes in with the moon and gemini so it's just really aiding and helping us especially since we have like the neptune retrograde energy and we have like a lot of more retrograde energy now this is really helping us just like figure out okay where have we been lied to where like especially because also we have like on this day on august 20th we have mercury at 23 degrees of virgo and neptune is at 24 degrees of pisces so we have mercury and neptune also opposing when mars enters gemini so this is also helping us figure out okay where have we been lied to because with Mercury opposed Neptune, this is showing us the lies, the propaganda, helping us figure out the cold hard truth. So Mars in Gemini, the moon in Gemini is really helping us figure out, okay, this is like the real situation here. This is like the real facts, the real cold hard truth. So I really think that's a beautiful day on August 20th and we can really use it to our advantage. I think that's really cool that we have all that energy going on. And then on August 22nd, the best time of the year starts, Virgo season. 
And I'm not biased in any way, not being a Virgo sun or anything, but I love all 12 signs equally. But we see the Virgo sun, we see this happen at 11.16 p.m. when we see the the sun ingress from Leo into Virgo. And I actually want to just read a little information on Virgo as well from this book, The Only Astrology Book You Ever Need. Okay, so this is also just where I get like tripped up with the calendar system because the book says August 23rd to September 22nd, but this is where the calendar system doesn't make a lot of sense and it doesn't line up with the astrology because we see the sun enter Virgo on August 22nd at 11.16 p.m. That's why like these weird portal days and all this stuff, and I'll keep mentioning it, that's why the Lion's Gate and all those weird portals doesn't make sense because it doesn't really truly line up with the astrology because the calendar system doesn't line up with the astrology. And I just got to keep saying that. But so August 22nd, 11:16 p.m., we have Virgo season. Virgo is a feminine earth sign, their mutable energy. Virgo is reserved, modest, practical, discriminated, and industrious, analytical, and painstaking, seeking to know and understand. They're ruled by Mercury. Mercury is already in Virgo at 26 degrees when this happens. And Mercury is the ancient god of communication and commerce. Mercury rules intelligence and reason. And the Virgo is symbolized by the Virgin, representing purity of motive, modesty, and service of oneself and one's talents toward helping others. So with Virgo season, this is also really about being service to others and just really helping others. The dominant keyword for Virgo is I analyze. Their opposite sign is Pisces because Virgo is the sign of work and self-improvement. Its natives are perfectionists who dissect facts in order to find the truth and obtain all the information available. Pisces, Virgo's opposite, is the sign of illusion and self-deception. Pisces are prone to dreaminess, imagination, vagueness, self-delusion, and escapism. And part of the body ruled by Virgo is the nervous system and intestines. So that's why a lot of Virgos, like myself, were very prone to like anxiety, nervous disorders, stress, ulcers, But what's also really interesting is when we have the sun enter Virgo is we have Mercury at 26 degrees of Virgo, Neptune 24 degrees of Pisces. So we still have this Mercury opposed Neptune going on. So we have this Virgo Pisces polarity going on already when we have the sun enter, when we see the sun enter Virgo, which I find really interesting. So we're already kind of like experiencing that Virgo Pisces duality polarity and this is really helping us see where we have like been like self-deceived, where we have been like living in an illusion. This is really helping us see through that bullshit because Virgo is also like that human lie detector. They can see through the bullshit. They see those finer lines and details because Virgo possesses like this hyper awareness that other signs don't have because Virgo being ruled by Mercury, they are able to just go in and look at things on a deeper level and just pick things out that other signs don't because Virgo can get like a bad rep of being very picky, very self-critical, but that's not a bad thing either because sometimes we need that detailed levelness of pickiness to figure out, okay, well, that's where the real problem is. And just got to throw my own two cents in being a Virgo son myself, 
like Virgo season is really here to help like us all just continue being of service to others like on that humanitarian level because Virgo just wants to help and serve others and sometimes Virgo can get a really bad rep of being very critical and being like a workaholic perfectionist but it's really because Virgo sees the highest potential in everything. Virgo wants things to be the best because they are able to take that hyper awareness, that hyper vigilance, and just within milliseconds, take something from like a zero and in their head they can take it to a 10 and they can see all that potential like Virgos have a very analytical mind so sometimes like if you have like a Virgo friend a Virgo coworker, and like you find them being very critical of you it's not that they're trying to be mean or that they're doing it on purpose it's just because that's their own like way of them coming from the heart because really they just see more potential they see the potential and they're trying to help you even though sometimes it could come out as a critical way really Virgo is just really trying to help you improve as well and that's why sometimes Virgo can get a bad rep of just being a little critical because trust me us Virgos we are extremely self-critical like if you heard me talk to myself for an entire day you would be like man your Virgos can be really mean to themselves but also just with all the mutable energy too that Virgo season is bringing this is really helping us transform and adapt as well in our lives so how can you continue transforming and adapting this is really especially with the Gemini energy too there's more mutable energy going on and that Pisces energy so this is really helping us transform and adapt especially everything that we learned from Leo season being Leo being ruled from the heart we can really take that with us and take it and move it forward with the Virgo season energy. Then on August 24th at 9.54 a.m., we see Uranus and Taurus station retrograde at 18 degrees of Taurus. And with Uranus retrograde, especially with it going retrograde after it met up with the North Node and Mars, this is also helping us ground and anchor in to whatever like intentions we set for that north node uranus mars conjunction and anytime we have a retrograde planet energy like regardless of the planet archetype this is helping us just go inwards and reflect so with uranus going retrograde in taurus this is really helping us just go inwards and reflect on our heart's desires what we've been working towards like building in our physical reality what we've been manifesting and it's also helping us reflect on like the intentions that we set the beginning of the month with that big conjunction because uranus can definitely like like I said earlier, like I feel like there's a lot of Uranus energy this month too. So I also feel this is really helping us just continue grounding in this Uranus energy because with Uranus retrograde in Taurus, this is really helping us just continue grounding it in, anchoring back into our physical reality, but also helping us just continue thinking outside of the box, being innovative, liberating ourselves, because where have we been stuck? Where have we gotten ourselves stuck in a box? Where have we gotten ourselves stuck in a hole or whatever? Because now you can use that Uranus retrograde energy to just really go inwards and be like, okay, where can I make these changes? How can I start thinking outside of the box more? How can I shift my perspective and how can I make these changes 
to do things in a new better way because also with Uranus retrograde it can definitely like slow things down and definitely like be like a little slower pace and actually be kind of good too because with Uranus direct that can definitely shake things up a lot more so with the Uranus retrograde especially with Uranus being so far away we can definitely feel this retrograde energy a little more gradual than like all at once than like a Mercury retrograde so this one we also may not feel right away so we can feel like these more energies like more subtle and gradual as well but if you want to learn more about the Uranus retrograde I'll probably do an episode on it later on but I also have like my retrograde survival guide episode that's episode 83 and you can learn more about the Uranus retrograde in that one but I will touch more about the Uranus retrograde when we move closer to that date and then after that on August 25th we have Mercury entering Libra so Mercury's been moving really fast because just like in July when we saw Mercury go through like three signs we're seeing Mercury go through three signs again this month because the beginning of August we have Mercury in Leo and then a few days into August Mercury goes into Virgo and then towards the end of August on August 25th at 9:03 p.m. we have Mercury entering Libra and Mercury in Libra is okay here it's kind of like neutral because Mercury in Libra is a little passive because with Libra like they're definitely like trying to find like the balance and like they are like Mercury is like a little at home there since it is an air sign but with Mercury and Libra, you have to be aware of your communication style. You have to be aware that it's not going to be passive because I actually was born with this. I have Mercury and Libra. And one of the shadow things with the Mercury and Libra is being very passive. Like we don't really like confronting people. We can kind of like just bottle it in. So you have to find that courage. You have to find that courage to confront people and not be passive with that communication. But Mercury and Libra really is trying to find like the balance between all things. They want to see like all sides of the spectrum with Mercury and Libra and they are very open, communicative and open to seeing like all sides of the scenario. And then on August 27th, we have the Virgo new moon that happens at 4.16 a.m. We see that happen at 4 degrees of Virgo, and I'm just going to plant the seed for that. But with that Virgo new moon, that is really helping us anchor into our physical reality too because we actually have Mars in Gemini at 4 degrees. So we actually have the sun and moon both squaring off with Mars for that Virgo new moon. So we can definitely feel like kind of like a push and pull with our emotional world too. So I really feel that this Virgo new moon is really going to be helping us ground into our physical reality and really get back in touch with our emotions and just figure out, okay, where am I supposed to go next in my emotional world and get a little more clear in my emotional world. But I am going to leave it at that for all of the August astrology. I know I've talked a lot. Thank you for staying with me for all of this. But now I want to pull a couple cards just to see what comes through for this energy for the month of August. So I'm pulling from the Goddesses, Gods, and Guardians Oracle card deck and I pulled Athena. 
and it says wise decision get clarity seek guidance from trustworthy sources make a decision and trust it this situation calls for clarity and wise counsel perhaps you've been listening to multiple opinions conflicting information or vague theories ignoring your own inner wisdom you're languishing in confusion and inaction self-doubt is weakening your energy field yet athena is here to help you act with decisiveness and purpose with her gleaming sort of clarity the goddess of wisdom lights up your spine and chakra points she says allow the energy from my sword to clear away unnecessary information or anything that's clouding your ability to think practically and wisely seek professional guidance and do research if necessary educate yourself about the matter at hand as you don't yet have enough knowledge or understanding about it lifelong learning is the key to true wisdom only the foolish think they have nothing left to learn you can be an ambassador of an education and keep gaining new skills until your last breath on the planet i will help you to make an informed decision and once you do that the way ahead will become miraculously clear you'll feel calmer more energized and fully empowered i get a lot of like virgo gemini vibes from this card with athena and also kind of just like love that we're going to be having like mercury enter virgo mars enter gemini and then virgo season happened this month so really feel this card with like some strong gemini virgo vibes but really glad that we got this card and this energy because i really feel that we can utilize this energy for august Okay, and I'm pulling a tarot card from the Disney Villains tarot deck, and I got the Two of Coins, and it's that snake character from Robin Hood. I can't remember his name, but it's the little snake guy from the Robin Hood cartoon Disney movie, but it says... Two of coins represents the balance between work and home. It can't be tough to manage responsibilities while still making time for the things and people that mean the most to you. This tarot card serves as a reminder of the importance of maintaining a healthy balance. Definitely think, especially since like it's the coins and like coins is like the pentacles for this like tarot deck. So definitely like some strong earth energy, especially since we start this month with that Uranus North Node Mars conjunction in Taurus. This is also helping us figure out okay where have i been out of balance how can i get back in balance so i love that we got this card too but i'm going to leave it at that for this episode i hope this episode helped i hope you had a good month for july and i hope august brings you beautiful blessings and i hope that this will be a beautiful month for us all and remember with this uranus north node mars conjunction it's nothing to fear about we can all hold the highest intention and then it will work out for the greater good for humanity and feel free to take a screenshot tag me on instagram addy's astro diary but until the next episode we will chat again soon